This podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode to learn more about how you can join me for these live virtual events. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight I want to talk to you about the second biggest communication problem that we encounter in every relationship everywhere in our life. And the one that we don't even know is happening. And so tonight we're going to talk about what type of speaker and listener are you? When we talk about communication, we often focus on the words, we talked about body language, but do you know what style of speaker and listener you are and how to identify it in the other person and more importantly, adapt? And so that's my job tonight. So why is this important? This is important because the way you speak and listen has a direct impact on your ability to understand and be understood which is kind of a big deal when you have to deal with other weird human beings trying to bumble their way through life. This is important because without knowing this information, you're going to get caught in an endless loop of either feeling overly responsible or completely ignored. And this is important because knowing how to identify and adapt your speaking and listening style so that it matches the person you're communicating with, that's the key to avoiding misunderstandings and hurt feelings that often get in the way of feelings of intimacy and connection with those who are close to us. So a few circles ago, we talked about miscommunication problem number one. If you wanted a recap of that or to catch up, it is episode 57 of the podcast called How to Be a Compassionate Communicator. And in that episode, we talked about processing systems and how when you have a mismatched processing system, you can end up with miscommunication problems. The largest jump being from someone who is a digital processor, someone who's very rational, the very logical, to someone who is a kinesthetic processor who processes the world through feels. So in an argument, a kinesthetic processor will see a digital processor as cold and unfeeling. And digital processors will see kinesthetic processors as overly emotional and airheaded. So again, if you want a recap of that one, you can go back a few episodes. Miscommunication problem number two has to do with whether or not you're a literal or an inferential speaker and listener. And here's the best way to know. If someone you knew and loved came up to you and said, whew, I'm thirsty, what would you do? If someone you really knew well and really loved, if they came up to you and said, oh man, I am thirsty, what would you do? If your first instinct is to go get them a drink, then you are what we call an inferential listener. An inferential listener will hear a statement and infer that there's something that they have to do, even though they never were actually asked. An inferential listener often feels put upon because people are always asking them to do things, only they're not. And an inferential listener thinks people are speaking to them when they tend not to be. And they will see literal speakers as cold or pushy. Now, if someone says, whew, I am thirsty, and your first instinct is to say, whew, man, you must not have had enough water to drink today, or whew, bummer, then you are a literal listener. For a literal listener, it doesn't even occur to them that it might have been an ask. It is someone stating something random. A literal listener will happily go get the water, but they have to be asked directly. 
they will automatically assume that it wasn't meant for them unless it's very obviously meant for them. And they tend to think inferential people and speakers are passive-aggressive. You can see how this can get messy. Now, you can also be an inferential speaker. An inferential speaker will allude to things. They'll think they're asking, but then nothing is happening, and so they don't feel heard. So they'll say things like, oh, there's dishes in the sink, or the house is dusty, and then get annoyed that no one is cleaning up. But they never actually ask. They just make a statement and assume, because they're inferential speakers. However, that means that they can come across as passive-aggressive. A literal speaker will ask directly. They would tell directly. As a result, they can come across as kind of unfeeling and controlling. It makes them really good at being managers and leaders. They will say, put the dishes in the dishwasher and dust the house, please. They are very aware of their needs. This requires an acute awareness of your needs. Now, you can be a literal speaker and an inferential listener. You can mix and match all you please, and the universe is genius and likes to pair us up with our opposite. Because that's how we heal and grow. Otherwise, how would we know what we need to work on? The bottom line is, if you think that no one is listening to you, then you're not saying what you thought you said. I'm going to say that one again. If you think no one's listening to you, then you're not saying what you thought you said. There was another interpretation out there, and the other person took that one and not the one that you meant. Making a statement is not the same thing as making a request. If you think you're asking people to do things, check. Are you really being direct? Are they a literal listener? Do you need to literally tell them, go do this, go do that? This communication issue shows up everywhere between partners, between friends, parents, kids, in-laws, <laughs> bosses, co-workers, everywhere. And we don't even know what's happening. And now you do. So some key concepts to remember. Remember that learning how to adapt to another person's speaking and listening style will help you feel more heard, seen, and understood. You know someone is a literal listener. Give them an actual direction. Remember that understanding how you speak and listen is only a first step. True transformation happens when you learn to be more flexible. Knowing what you are and knowing what other people are is awesome. That awareness will take you to the next step, but it cannot be where you stop. Being able to identify what others are and what you are, and then being able to adapt and be flexible in your communication style is how you become a master communicator and an effective influencer. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. Now that you know what you didn't know, you now know. <laughs> and for some of you, you're going to start to identify things that might be like, oh no, I got to do stuff. Just decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. And that's always the decision that will take you to the next step. And as always, if you have any questions about anything from tonight's circle or podcast, please know you can always reach out to me through my website at www.livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. Yeah, are there beliefs that are underlying inferential and um, direct? What was it? Inferential and direct? Literal. Literal, sorry. Or is it from like socialization? How does that work? 
It is a little bit of everything. So in a quick nutshell, um, we have we are exposed to a lot of data around us in our environment. Our neurology can't handle all of it. So all that incoming stuff through our five senses gets filtered through things called neurological filters. Mm -hmm. And that includes things like your memories, your past experiences, your beliefs, previous decisions, where you exist in time and space, mm -hmm. right? The language that you use, not really necessarily like English or French, but how you speak to yourself in your head, the stories you tell yourself. So mm -hmm. all of that affects it. So yeah, if there are oftentimes belief systems that were installed at us at a young age, maybe we grew up in an environment where being direct was not well received. Maybe we were a direct speaker in a family of inferential listeners and so we were a problem child who was rude and got punished in some fashion. By no mistake of our own, but it installs some little wounds and beliefs that we operate from that get in the way of our flexibility. Because you can learn all the tools you want, but if deep, 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 deep down you're running programs of like, it's not safe to be direct, they're going to get mad at me, they're going to hate me, they're going to stop loving me. That's getting in the way of your flexibility. You got to deal with that stuff first. And again, identifying it is awesome when you can learn that, oh, this is not because of all the stories we tell ourselves about what we think is going on. And it's really just, oh, well, maybe I just need to be more direct. And then the question becomes, okay, well, I have to tell them what I need. What do I need? And that's where it's like, aha, <laughs> that's the rub. You have to know what you need. And the literal speakers, they're really good at knowing what they need. They have to be mindful of how they share it. Otherwise, they can come across as dominating and domineering. It might work as a CEO or in an animal hospital, but at home with your partner or with children, it's not as effective. So you need to be able to be flexible depending on where in your life you're needed. And it starts with understanding what's going on. And then if you are an inferential speaker and knowing what you need is like, then, I mean, the coach in me is like, work with someone to get help because it's faster. But if you want to do it on your own, it's totally possible. Find the resources. Go find resources to learn how to know what you need and how to share it in an effective way. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. So I just want to say that also like um, experiences as well yeah. can shape that. And for myself, I was in a long-term situation where um, being a literal speaker was absolutely forbidden. So coming out of that, it's been a difficult journey. Um, I'm getting better at it and I'm growing out of it and I'm, but sometimes the guilt is, is definitely there. I'm going to blow your mind a little bit here. The experiences that we go through, where are they, in us or outside of us? The experience of what happened around us, right? They happen outside of us. It's something yeah. happens around us, right? It's, it's outside. Yeah. So we experience that experience through the data that comes in through our five senses. And then that gets filtered. So it's not the experience that's the problem. It's the beliefs and filters that it installed in you. So while we can't change the experience, we can uninstall the filter that got installed in that experience. And in doing so, resolve everything. Because it's not the experience 
it happened to leave behind a sucky filter that worked really well in that experience. Having a filter that tells you that it's not safe to speak up works really well in an environment where it's not safe to speak up. So that filter saved us. We honor it. We love it. And at a certain point, it's a little useless. So it's getting in our way. So we can pull that out. Thank you. My pleasure. Do you want to learn more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time? If so, check out livelifeunbroken.com circle and join my free circle membership. Receive weekly reminders, bonus material and recaps, plus special offers, as well as access to my weekly virtual healing circles. If you're ready to leave behind the fears and limitations of the ego and step into the spiritual life you've long known is waiting for you, you're invited to join me, Jen Fable, for a soul-nourishing journey into the exploration of you, the universe, and all space in between. During our time and circle together, I will share with you all the tips and tricks you need to make playing with energy fun, easy, and most of all, effective. We'll open the space with a candle meditation, and after I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation, and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If your soul has been calling out to you and you're ready to tune in and listen, Go to www.livelifeunbroken.com slash circle and register today for your Zoom access information. That's www.livelifeunbroken.com backslash circle, C-I-R-C-L-E. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next time.